If you felt great in your body, how would that change your life? How would it change your body? And how would it change your level of happiness? Women deserve to feel great in the skin they're in and to live a life they truly love. Now is the time to join the host of, for the health of it, Master Health Coach, Julie Medesi. Welcome, 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 everyone. I am not Julie Medesi, but I am here with Julie Medesi. I'm Christine McIver. I'm the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network, and it is my pleasure to introduce Julie Medesi, the host of For the Health of It, which I love that title, Julie, to <laughs> the world with her brand new show here on Inspired Choices Network. Welcome, 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 Julie. Thank you. I'm so excited. This has been so much fun creating this with you because you're the type of woman that when you decide something, you go. And and I love that. That is to me, that's extremely exciting. And you have got so much to share with us. I love the show title, like the for the health of it, because it's all about you. We're going to learn so much about you. And today's episode is called What is a Healthy Body Anyway? So I am sure that there are lots of people have their opinion of what it is. And we're going to hear from Julie. But before we hear from Julie, I'm going to give you her formal introduction. I'm going to tell you all about who this wonderful woman is, and then we're going to jump into today's show. So Julie Medesi is a certified holistic health practitioner, a master health coach, and a certified personal trainer who is on a mission to help women feel great in their bodies. After years of battling with her own weight and health issues, Julie decided to stop being a victim of one-size-fits-all diets and health advice that are designed to make women afraid of food and in a constant state of conflict with their bodies. As is typical, she dove headfirst and started learning everything she could about how to overcome years of emotional eating and body dysmorphia. Julie shows her clients how changing the way they think can change their physical bodies in remarkable ways. By using small, simple daily practices that compound over time, you can heal your relationship with your body and with food and find a way to create a healthy lifestyle that works for you. Julie has helped her clients completely change their lives by teaching them how to slow down and take small steps. Her humor and compassion are qualities that her clients find supportive and helpful as they discover their own health path. Julie has been called a personal GPS by more than a few clients and loves the moniker. After all, health is a journey, not a destination. There's no reason it can't be fun and enjoyable, and sometimes all you need is the right guide. What kind of life do you want to live? Now, you can find Julie. Her website is... Avexia Health. Avexia. Avexiahealth.com. Sorry, my brain did not want to read that correctly. So that's E V E X I A H E A L T H.com. And as I said, today we're talking about what is a healthy body, anyways. Before we get into that topic, Julie, I would like to dive in and ask you some, you know, less than important questions or just ways that we can get to know you a little bit more. So, you were born and raised in the Michigan area in the U.S., correct? Upper Michigan, Marquette, Michigan, famous for snow, and it sits on the shores of Lake Superior. <laughs> That's so funny because you and I, when you were in Michigan, we would have probably been maybe two to three hours from each other. Mm -hmm. And now you live in Italy. Yes. 
that's wild. Yeah, we've been here about nine years now. My husband's job took us over here nine years ago already. Um, and I left behind a 25 plus year career in corporate human resources, which you and I've had those conversations as well. Um, and I finally decided what I wanted to be when I grew up. So um, I decided to follow my heart and start studying the seriously studying nutrition and health and well-being um, because it's been my passion since I was about 19 years old when I lost my mom to cancer. So, so it you makes said, a difference. Yeah. You said in your bio that you had your own health issues. Yes. Um, for years, for years, I was frustrated because I had issues with my weight bouncing around going up and down. In my youth, I was a competitive figure skater and I had a really good, strong figure, was active. And over time, it got harder and harder to keep the weight off in spite of doing what I thought was everything correctly. And I started to have weird symptoms like my skin was a strange color. My hair was falling out. My skin was dry, had no energy. And I kept going back to my doctor and asking her for help saying, by that time, I was doing my own reading and research. And I kept saying, I think it might be something with my thyroid. And she did a couple of standard blood tests and said, no, you're fine. There's nothing wrong um, with you. And after about six years of going back several times a year, just saying, I shouldn't be feeling like this, you know, as I approach 40, and she told me it was a natural part of aging. And my last visit to her, she gave me a prescription for an ADD medication and the number of a psychiatrist. And I said, I don't have ADD. And she said, no, but weight loss is one of the side effects. And I think you should call the psychiatrist and set up an appointment because this is all in your head. Come on. And I, I was... I was in tears. I couldn't do the things I enjoyed doing. I continued to push myself anyway, because that's just who I am. And, you know, on top of it all, I'd been dealing with chronic pain since my early 20s. And, and so I finally saved up because I, I, I'd heard of a holistic health, a holistic doctor, and I wanted to go see him, but he didn't take my insurance. And at that point, when she said that to me, I realized I'd been paying with my health. And oh. I lost those years of my life that could have been so different. And so I saved up the money and I went to see the holistic doctor and I walked in and he, he oh. said, before you come to see me, make a list of your complaints and bring a tape recorder because the first, our first session together is an hour and you're going to want to, you know, remember everything. So bring a tape recorder. So I brought my list of complaints and I sat down and he said, so what brings you to see me today? And I said, I think I have a thyroid problem, but my doctor said my blood tests are normal. And he said, Julie, I can tell by looking at you that you have a thyroid problem. I was like, oh, you know, come and, on. I and, just got chills. Yeah. And we are not a blood test. A blood test is a sample from a moment in time. And the you know how they get those ranges in the blood tests? No. They are set to prevent major disease. That's the indicator they use. And how they get the ranges is by looking at the data they collect over the last period of time, usually a year to 18 months. Well, who are the majority, especially in the US where healthcare is such a mess and so expensive, who is getting tested 
but mostly sick people. And so and your sick, ranges and, are normal for sick and, people. And sick people with money. And sick people with money. And these are not optimal ranges, functional ranges, the ranges that will give you a vibrant, energetic life. These are just, oh, well, you're not in a major disease category yet, so you're okay. And so that was huge for me. He took me, I was on seven different medications. He took me off them all, gave me a natural thyroid hormone and some supplements to rebuild what I had lost in my body. And, and like the doctor says, the, he and his partner in practice both say, you know, most of our illnesses today, we know are lifestyle related. We know that. I mean, even conventional yeah. medicine doesn't argue with that. But it's not because like, pardon me for saying this, but people who have high cholesterol don't have high cholesterol from a statin drug deficiency. They have high cholesterol from a nutrient deficiency or a hormone imbalance or something else going on in their body. And so if we look at the foundational pieces of health first, then we don't have to mask the symptoms. Mm -hmm. We can find out what's really going on. And that's why I like functional medicine and holistic medicine, because they look for the root cause. It takes time and patience. And sometimes you have to experiment because the body is really complex. But anyway, I'm getting way off track and on my soapbox. No, we are, we are loving this. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So in, in my journey, once he took me off of my medicine and all the medications and gave me some supplements and a natural thyroid hormone, within two days, my husband looked at me and he said, you're different. I can see you again in your eyes. That some of the brain fog started to clear. And as I... As I continued down my journey of changing the way I ate and supplementing the things I was missing and adding in some exercises and, and such that, that were helping support my body rather than stressing it further, I just, I started to feel amazing. And then after about six months, I had another blood test and a set of blood tests. He took, my first time, he took 18 vials of blood. That's how <laughs> thorough he does his work. Wow. And so, so, I mean, he says it everything. So when I went back for my follow-up blood test, he called me one day and he said, you must be dragging your butt. I said, how did you know? He said, cause you're tanking. He said, now that we're supplement is supporting the thyroid, your other organs in the endocrine system are just going, Bleh. cause the, the body makes goes to great lengths to compensate for things that are out of balance, right? And so once you fix one thing, other things that have been out of balance start to need that support and repair. So it, everything affects everything else. And so when you're looking at improving your health, you can't look at one thing, right? Yeah. You know what jumped into my mind when you said that? It's like, I can imagine a regular individual who hasn't done the research that you had done up to that point, even going, Oh, it's not a thyroid problem. Cause I'm still having these issues. And like, I'm still feeling this way and this way. So the doctor must be wrong or these pills must not be working or these supplements. Not, you know what I mean? You know how we go into self-diagnosing and not understanding the, the whole, whole, scape of everything and together like I have never heard anybody say this that when you repair the one the others will start to show up that I have a problem yeah because what else are you going to do and 
I mean, that happens to us physically, right? If we hurt, uh, you hurt your ankle, you start limping around, pretty soon you have soreness on the other side of your body, right? Because you've right. been compensating and you're, you're putting those things to, into imbalance. So it, it's, it's a whole, that's why I love what I do because I look at it holistically. We're not just one thing. We're not just one system, one symptom, one anything. Oh my gosh. This is good. And we're only like, we've just started in today's first show. So when we get back, we're going to go to our breaks shortly. When we get back, we're going to, um, we've got lots of people interacting in the chat room. And if you'd like to come in and ask Julie some questions and make some comments, you can come over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. And you can also download our app, the Inspired Choices Network phone app, the smartphone app. You can get in your app store. You can listen to Julie live and you can catch all of her shows, both her audio and TV shows uh, at any time on demand when you when you would like to connect with Julie and get all this amazing information. Now, when we get back, I want to start to dive in more specifically into um, today's actual topic. So everyone, you don't want to go away. Uh, you definitely want to hear more of Julie's journey and what she's been learning and, and sharing with the rest of the world. So you are listening to For the Health of It with our host, Julie Medesi. I'm Christine McIver, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being? Is that what your life feels like? Or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body, or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to julie at evexiahealth.com. That's J U L I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And now, back to the program. Oh, wow. This is exciting. I'm loving this conversation. We've got people interacting in the chat room. Some of the highlights of what you said is we are not a blood test. I mean... Seriously, I could listen to that statement over and over and over again. I love how you explained what, where these blood tests came from and the standards. I mean, you know, 
a lot of people say don't go down the rabbit hole of Google, like you'll get really, really lost. And yet we do need to be educated. We do need to be empowered with inf this information. So when we are having a conversation with a doctor, that we actually bring something to the table to challenge when they say, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. I, I really, really love that, Julie. Thank you so much yeah. for that. That's especially important. And, and I, as long as you as long as you pay attention to where the information is coming from. That's the other piece of it. Right. So I do a lot of reading on Google Scholar because that's where the research articles come and the mm. background information. But a lot of those are sponsored by some of the companies that are trying to sell you their products. And so you always have to follow the money. Who funded the research? Where where did it come <laughs> from? And what were they trying to show? Okay, Julie, you're incredibly thorough. I can tell that right away. Like you don't like it. <laughs> Wait a minute, who said this? Let's follow this. I love that. I really, really love that. So today we are gonna talk about what is a healthy body anyway. And I'm gonna read what you had written about this. Um, you see all sorts of images and ads telling you Sorry, hold on. Telling you what a healthy body should look like, but most of what you see on social media and in advertisements isn't even remotely close to what a healthy body actually is. There's a lot more to it than you think. Did you know that many social media influencers, personal trainers, fitness models, and physique competitors are not only unhealthy, but many of them also deal with disordered eating? And the quote unquote, po body positivity movement may be leading many more people down the wrong path. The human body is an extremely complex organism. While it's partially true that, quote, you are what you eat and getting enough exercise is an important factor in a healthy lifestyle, there are other things that can affect your health in more subtle but very important ways. So, Julie, where do you want to dive in with this now? Um, the one thing I want to clarify is there's a difference between disordered eating and an eating disorder. Okay. An eating disorder is a medically diagnosed thing that has psychiatric attachments. Disordered eating comes when we have like body dysmorphia. We see our body differently than it really is. We see ourselves as, as heavier or thinner or different than what's what is real um, and disordered eating can be things like turning to food when we're emotional instead of acknowledging our emotions relying on it for um, stress management or other things because um, we do have a lot of that in our society we're taught in many ways to be that way um, and even things that we learned as kids like eating, eat, cl clean your plate because there are kids starving in some faraway country or, you know, be a member of the clean plate club or take snacks along in case you get hungry later. Like we're going to be so far from civilization and access to food that we might die if we have a hunger pang. Right. And so we have this unhealthy relationship with food. Like we need these products and it's just, it's just not true. That is so um, funny. Well, and a lot of the influencer, influencers, and I know people who do physique competitions, the way they have to eat to prep for those competitions is so strict and so under control. Every gram of everything they take in has to be monitored in order to get to where they're stage ready. But even so, they don't eat like that in between. And sometimes that up and down of their eating can cause them to have issues with food because they're so worried about getting too far away from competition shape or weight 
you know, um, and even when I was in high school back then, and we had guys who were wrestling, they were doing everything they could to cut weight before wrestling matches, taking laxatives and, and not eating or drinking for a couple of days before a match. I mean, these are all things that cause a lot of harm to, to our bodies. So um, it's, it, it's frightening to think of what, what we've learned and the way yeah. we're pushed. And, and all of the, all of the different fads of what, you know, the, the, this, the diet of the week or the diet of the year or whatever, you know, following this celebrity, following that celebrity, when we've done these things younger, I was actually having a conversation with my 26 year old daughter yesterday about things. Right. And, and I am not in a 26 year old body and she has a very specific point of view of the way that things should be. And that's okay. That's her journey right now. But when we've done things when we're younger, how impactful is that? And harmful is that? Does it show up later in life? Because, you know, you're talking about somebody going into competition. I know someone that their son does these competitions and in, in actually in fighting and the extreme things that this person is doing in, like you say, cutting the weight and then, I don't know, 48 hours before trying to put a ton of weight on. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it really depends on a lot of other things like those th that kind of behavior is very stressful to the body and if we don't learn good coping mechanisms for stress or there isn't kind of a normal to return to where they they understand that that isn't normal that this is a, a short-term thing they can they can kind of balance that but a lot of times because they get so into it it changes the way they think about food. It changes their relationship with their body. And then they only see that they have to do these things. And when the more we've had a conversation with about this before, the harder we try to control things, the more resistance there is and the harder it becomes. And, and when we learn to kind of let go of that control, our body is extremely intelligent. It will tell us what it wants if we can learn how to listen to it. And so instead of beating it up and trying to control it and berating ourselves because we aren't matching up to the model of someone who has nothing in common with us, right? These social media figures and, and the magazines and the TV, TV stars, advertisements, everything that we see. You know, little girls are flooded with four, between four and 600 images a day of women and women's bodies and, and what they should look like. And by the time they're five years old now, because of what we've been doing to ourselves and our generation, I, I think it was 80% of girls by the time they're five think they need to diet or lose weight. I, I said this on a show recently that my six-year-old when she was six, she came home from school and I had never used the word diet. I never said, I'm going on a diet, nothing like that. Um, and she said, I need to go on a diet. And I'm like, pardon me, right? Like, and we don't, I think when you're saying how many times they're flooded with these images, I think I, I that shocks me and I'm positive you're correct, but it's become such a norm. It's such an acceptable norm that it is everywhere. That is absolutely everywhere. We don't question it and the impact that it's having on future generations. I mean, mm -hmm. how much does that actually influence 
the the level of depression and anxiety that we are seeing in young people today. It's huge. And, you know, I mean, I could go down any rabbit hole where that's concerned because kids are are much more sedentary. They're much more likely to stay indoors. We don't, you know, they don't go out and play like we did when we were growing up because we didn't have you know, we had three channels on the TV and we were not allowed to have the TV on, you know, except for Saturday morning cartoons until nighttime when we sat down as a family to watch it. So the only choice we had was to be out on our bikes, playing kickball in the street, climbing trees, running around with the neighborhood kids, doing whatever we did. And when I got older, it was training for figure skating. And so we were, we just learned to naturally be active, but kids don't have that same encouragement these days, or they're in so many activities that they don't have the time to play and just be. And, right. and so there's all that, there's all that pressure. If they're sedentary, they're not getting in sunshine and fresh air and vitamin D and keeping their bodies strong and limber. Um, you know, and if they're in too many activities while their bodies are going through an important growth period, they're mm -hmm. stressing their bodies and the stress hormones, not all stress is bad and exercise is a form of stress, but it's good stress when we do it correctly and we don't overdo it um, because when we're in recovery mode and resting, that's when our body gets stronger. We have to have both of those pieces. And when these kids are going from one activity to the next to the next, their body doesn't recover properly. So it can cause a lot of imbalances with muscles and joints and hormones and you know, all the important things while they're growing. And it doesn't teach them how to play and how to relax. And stress is a huge factor in health. So mm -hmm. we talk about other things that affect your health. How do you manage stress? How do you recover? How do you sleep? How hydrated is your body? How do you move? What are your relationships like? What do you say when you talk to yourself? Those, those have such a huge impact. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk about those things in future episodes, but right. those all make a difference. Julie, I don't know why this question is asking to be asked, but what would you say is the percentage of stress in the management of creating a healthy body? I don't know I can name a percentage, but I know that I'm actually taking a course to become a stress and a stress management sleep and recovery specialist. So I can tell you that it's a major factor because when we're on levels of high stress, we have the um, that stress response, the fight or flight going or fight, freeze or flight, and it shuts off um, our digestive system because our body feels that, that threat and it needs its energy and hormones and um, neurons to do other things, to respond to the threat. And so we don't digest our food properly and we don't absorb the nutrients properly. So stress affects all of those things. It affects your weight. It affects your digestion. It affects your um, ability to think clearly. It affects your ability to sleep. Sleep is huge. It's huge. Oh my gosh. So if you were to um, work with someone, what can they expect when you're, you're now, who are your ideal clients? Let's start there. My ideal clients are women who are over 40 and their bodies are starting to change. They're experiencing symptoms of perimenopause or they're in or 
beyond menopause, and they're just struggling to figure out who is this and what did you do with the what, the the body I used to live in. You know, I'm not mm. thinking clearly. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change it. I don't know. I don't know why the things that used to work don't work anymore. And they're just they're they're struggling with that kind of relationship with themselves and with their body. Right. How um how forthcoming are women that are in that space? Most of us don't want to admit that that's what's going on because it's, it's, we don't talk about it. It's one of those kind of taboo topics almost it's like mm -hmm. this is supposed to be normal. Every woman goes through menopause, right? But don't talk but about what it. We're not, what we're not told is every woman goes through menopause differently. Ah, very good. Oh my gosh. So if someone is working with you, what can they expect? What are some of the things that you do when you're working with a woman? The first thing we do is we talk about, you know, what are your goals? And then we look at life as a whole. We look at between six and eight different areas of life. You know, again, relationships, sleep, stress management, um, their, how they feel spiritually. I'm not a minister, but um, we talk about all of those different aspects of life. Mm -hmm. And then we look at where can we get the the best success to start with. And the place I almost always start with everyone is how are you thinking? How are you talking to yourself? Hmm. I'm sure you get some really interesting answers. I do. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. We are up to our second break, which I can't believe we already are. If you're interested in connecting with Julie and learning more about what she can do to support you in creating your healthy body in the way that works for you and your body, you can connect with her at avexiahealth.com or you can email her Julie at avexiahealth.com. Um, don't go away. We have got more that I'm sure that Julie's going to share with us. You are listening to Julie Medesi on For the Health of It. I'm Christine McIver, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back right after this break. Do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being? Is that what your life feels like? Or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. 
This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to julie at evexiahealth.com. That's J-U-L-I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, for The Health of It with Julie Medesi. Today, for the very first time on the Inspired Choices Network, Julie, I have a question for you. What is your favorite thing about working with women over 40? What lights you up about this body of work? What I love is when I hear someone say, I did this and I've never done that before, or this is so much easier than I thought. And I get to see them experience the joy of mm. kind of letting go and simplifying so that they they make this progress they've been fighting and struggling to make for, for so long. And when they finally realize they're worth it, uh. that I'm, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm just thinking about uh, something a recent client said to me about her experience and my program. And it was phenomenal. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we, we, you know, we're all trying to find the right diet and, and then we put ourselves through hell and we do, do, do like crazy. I can do this. I can do this. And we go at it and we successfully fail time and time again, because it's not the right one for us. And I think, you know, by the time you get to your 40s, like I said, there's such a difference between my daughter and I and the way our bodies function today. What worked for you in your 20s, like you said, when you were doing your competitive skating, what worked for you then is not going to work for the body you have today. And, and, you know, we think, well, it worked then. So I've seen women work twice as hard using the same program and then go into a deep depression about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really destructive. The diet industry is a $78 billion diet industry in North America alone. And the reason they do that is because they don't create results and solutions for people. They create customers Mm -hmm. and they have us believing that we just need this other thing. We just need to follow this program. And one, one of my favorite frustrating statements is we're all individuals because we have so much in common But when it comes to our physiology, we are all individuals. No one diet works for everyone. And I'll give you a perfect example. We know that whole grains are good. We we appreciate the fiber and the vitamins they provide, and they're supposed to be really healthy. I can't eat grains. They cause my, my pain levels and my inflammation levels to shoot through the roof. So I have to eat grain free. But someone else can eat grains and feel amazing. Mm-hmm. So when the other thing I love about working with my clients is that they get to experiment and find what works for them. Here are some guidelines. Here's what protein is. Here's what good fruits and healthy fruits and vegetables are. Here's what healthy carbohydrates are. Here are the right portions to be eating them in. And then find out how those foods make you feel. And when we start to add in, I don't like to take away. Taking away just makes you feel deprived and restricted. And all you want Mm. is the thing you can't have. So I look at adding in the good stuff 
And eventually it displaces the things that we don't want or that don't support our goals so that we don't ever feel like I don't ever tell anyone food is off limits unless there's a medical reason you shouldn't have something. I say have it. Learn how to have it in a way that makes sense, right? Um, I love that. Have it in in a, as a matter of fact, I had somebody said, oh, I just want to binge. I'm like, great, have a binge. Sit down and binge, but do it without any distractions and eat slowly and mindfully. And when you do that, you start paying attention to the to what you're eating and how your body feels. And pretty soon it's like, hmm. as a matter of fact, there was a there was a lady in, in one of my coaching programs who used to eat almost a whole box of wheat thins every day. And when she started eating them slowly and mindfully, she came to the realizations that wheat thins taste like shit. <laughs> Cardboard. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, so half the time we don't pay attention to our food. The other piece of that is that these big agri agribusinesses and food companies spend billions of dollars in research designing their processed foods, designing highly processed foods to make you want that taste and that mouthfeel so that your taste buds basically need a sledgehammer taken to them so you can actually taste what real food feels tastes like again and what it feels like to eat that real food so we those things are made in such a way to make us crave them jeepers creepers like it's amazing we're getting past any of this at all do you know what I mean? Like, it's amazing that, that we're, we're, we're even able to survive any of this. It, it sounds like we've, we're really, we're, things are stacked against us with what's been put around us. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they can be. And that's why it's important to, you know, doctors get maybe two hours, two to four hours of nutrition education in medical school. That's it. If they get any. And so it's important to rely on your doctor for medical advice, but take care of yourself, be in control of your health. If a doctor says you should do this and it makes you feel bad, then you need to have that discussion and say, you know what, that makes me feel bad and try to find out why and what the alternative solutions are. And I am all for functional medicine and holistic doctors because they're going to look at at you as a whole person, not just a blood test or as a specialist, a liver specialist is going to see you as a liver, a kidney specialist is going to see you as a kidney. They don't often take into account the whole rest of the function of your body and everything affects everything else. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. It, and so Julie, I'm getting the sense that your shows are really going to be primarily about education. Yeah. I think education, hopefully in a fun way, because the three pillars I work under are think, eat, and move. And it all starts with the way we think. Because if we think happier, more stress-free thoughts, or we have an attitude that things are overcomable, I'll say, um, then we're going to look at solutions and not just ruminate in the problems. If we eat correctly, it will teach our body because we aren't just what we eat. We are what we absorb. Ooh, say more about that. You can, if you have 
issues with your gut health, if your digestive tract isn't functioning properly, you're not going to absorb the nutrients properly from the food that you eat. So you can eat as healthy as anyone in the world, but if your body isn't absorbing them, you have to heal those things first so that your body can absorb them. And so I don't agree with surviving on supplements, but sometimes supplements are important. Sometimes we have to go through that healing process before we start to notice the positive changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And then movement. And I don't, people have given exercise such a dirty meaning, right? As I have to go to the gym for an hour and I have to, and even those people who go to the gym for an hour are not compensating for the other 10, 12 hours of the day when they're sedentary. I mean, movement is good, but you don't necessarily have to go and move. I, I'm a big proponent of strength training, especially after 40, because we lose muscle mass, which means we lose bone density, which means we lose, lose strength and mobility and balance and flexibility and all the important things we want to retain. So strength is important, strength work, but more important is finding a way to move that you enjoy so that you'll actually do it. Mm. And that is far more important than a specific prescribed kind of exercise. If you like dancing, dance. If you like tennis, play tennis. If you like riding your bike, ride your bike. But do something as often as possible because it also energizes you. It reduces stress. Mm-hmm. It helps you sleep, right? Yeah. And when you're more fit and active, you want to eat healthier food. So again, it all works doesn't your body, when you're, it, you are more active, doesn't your body actually crave things in a different way? It does. It totally does. Because you'll find what foods make it easier for you to have the energy to exercise and mm. to sleep well. And my husband and I were talking the other day, as a matter of fact, because he's gotten back into exercise. We're training for a, a big bike ride we're doing later this week, four days around Lake Garda. And he was saying, I'm finally at a point where I enjoy the the training and when I don't do it, I miss it. He said, and I know you've always said that before, but I think people don't realize that part of the journey, you start out and you don't like it and it's uncomfortable and you're sore and you feel bad. But unless you push through that at the beginning, well, first of all, you don't have to feel that bad, but because if you're doing it correctly, you aren't going to, you know, put yourself in a state of not being able to move. But Once you get past that, in less than a couple of weeks, you'll find yourself feeling stronger. You'll find it easier to do the exercise. You'll find yourself wanting to do more. And by the end of two or three weeks, usually you want to do it. You miss it when you don't. Mm. That's so good. That's so good. It's it's so important that we... um, that we listen to our bodies. And, and I think to challenge our bodies, not in a way of pushing, but challenge our way. You know, when you're talking about the mind, it's, we've decided, yeah, this is what my body can do. This is what my body can't do. And what if we were to, like, I know our bodies are magical. Our bodies can Mm -hmm. do way more than we even know that they can do. So sometimes we have to challenge and it's not so much challenging our bodies as it's challenging our minds with what our bodies can actually do. Right. It's challenging. And and as you always say, beliefs are just statements we repeat to ourselves over and over. And so asking what if, what would it look like if this were easy or how could I make this easier to do Mm -hmm. and be curious? Yeah. 
Be curious. I, you know, this is so awesome. We've got so many people loving it here in the chat room. Karen says, Julie, you are amazing at providing options and alternatives. I love the tips you have given me. Thank you. People are blown away at some of the comments that you have made. It's it's so wonderful and refreshing to have people like yourself out here wanting to share this information and it's it's such a breath of fresh air as opposed to what we're doing wrong you know how many of us are being told well you need to do this and you need to do this and you stop you should be doing this and you should be doing that and stop doing this and stuff like you come away with like screw it i'm gonna just give up because it's it's hard it's hard and And i I have clients who get frustrated because they're like just tell me what to eat I'm like, no, I don't know what you need to eat. We have to discover that together. And mm. you, you know, I, they still have to do the work. I'm the guide, I'm the GPS, but they have to still do the work. So it isn't about what meal plan. It's about how do I feel when I eat the things I eat mm. and make the decisions from there. Wow. So you te- teach us how to feel. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. We are up to our final break of the show. Do not go away. Julie's going to wrap this all up. We're going to hear about what she's got coming up next week. Again, you want to connect with Julie at avexiahealth.com. She is going to be supporting you, guiding you, and inviting you in. And remember... Julie's your GPS, so you definitely want to connect with her. So you're listening to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being? Is that what your life feels like? Or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal? (laughs) If you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to julie at evexiahealth.com. That's J-U-L-I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Julie Medesi. I'm Christine McIver, and we are on the very first show of For the Health of It. Julie, I got to ask, I'm sure other people are just cracking up. The title of this, of your show, overall your show, For the Health of It, where did that come from? Um, I was, as I was on my own journey after we, shortly after we arrived in Italy, I decided I wanted to blog about it. And my husband said, why? And I said, for the hell of it. And he said, ah, well, okay then. And then it just dawned on me because I love to play with words. And I thought, no, I'm going to do it for the health of it. (laughs) That's fantastic. It was was born. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love it. And why not for the health of it? Doing things for the health of it. 
Uh, it's fantastic. You are so educated and you continue to educate yourself and support women. And you're, you're doing that on all the social media platforms. I know you're out there. You can be found out there. Um, what you, do you have any programs? Like, what does it look like? What are the options in working with you? Do you have like just one and one week to week or do you have other things available? I have a few different options available. One-on-one coaching is available. Um, I usually ask for a three-month commitment because we need time to make changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can look the way that someone needs it to look. So there's one-on-one coaching. I actually have my six-month program coming up um, for registration is going to open next week. And that's called Build. And um, that actually has a website of buildabodyyoulove.com. And uh, we're going to look at not only the three pillars, think, eat, move, but under those three pillars, we're going to look at lifestyle and the things that impact our ability to get healthy and and manage weight. Um, We're going to look at, of course, nutrition Uh and um, practice different food habits and, and learn about different phases of nutrition in life because women over 40 have different nutritional needs than we did when we were younger. And then movement that works, again, without raising those stress hormones that helps us move better as we age, that keeps our our bones and our joints healthy, strong, our muscles strong, um, so that we can lift our groceries, we can lift suitcases, we can put things on the shelves up above us, we can do normal daily activities through functional movement that helps you live a healthier, easier life. And then you don't have to participate from the sidelines anymore. You can jump right in. That's wonderful. How many do you usually have in the group? Like, is it an interactive group where women are meeting other women? It is a very interactive group. Um, I have it capped at 20 people because I want the, I like to give a lot of individual attention to the participants. And we have an amazing community of women. I work in an app that um, where everybody can be off of social media. And so we have lessons, the workouts and a communities area where all of the um, all of my clients can interact, all the community can interact and share. We They share recipes and they cheer each other on and have a great time. So it's like having our own little world without having to be in and out of social media or several different platforms. And then every two weeks we have a live group call. And so we talk about our wins. We talk about what we're practicing for that particular couple of weeks. I'll do some hot seat coaching if somebody needs support with something they're dealing with. And I I also do one-on-one check-ins with people throughout the Mm -hmm. week. So we message back and forth. So it's it's a really um, dynamic program. Mm -hmm. Um, But the time commitment, because everyone's time strapped, they're like, I don't have time for that. The time commitment is between 20 and 30 minutes a day. And that's it. That's nothing, and really. It's it's not. And if and and if you can't find 20 or 30 minutes a day, I'll help you find it. Because it doesn't even have to be 30 minutes all at once. You can well, do it in smaller time chunks. Yeah. yeah. Well, 20, 30 minutes. I mean, yeah, lots of us say we don't have that time and, you know, do it for the health of it, for God's sakes. Like it's, it's, it's so, so important. Even, you know, getting up a half an hour early, what that could do to change things for yourself could be huge, right? It could be just a big, huge game changer for your life. 
Huge. And the reality is, if we don't take care of ourselves, we've got nothing left to give everyone else. Yeah. And the more the the more overwhelmed you feel, the more stressed you feel, the more you feel like you don't have that much time, the more you need it. Oh, yeah. I was telling a friend about this very funny video that I saw out um, the other day. And it was this gentleman was interviewing all sorts of people. And he was going on about saying, well, this job, you have to stand the whole time. And there's no breaks. And they're like, no breaks. No. And um, do you get to eat? Well, after your client eats. And he goes on and on and on. And, and the job was to be a mother. And with yesterday being Mother's Day in North America, when you think mm-hmm. about what we have chosen to buy into that everyone has to be before us, how impactful is that on women's health, which which then flows over into the family? It impacts the family on such a huge level. Uh, m- one of my desires is to uh, empower women to get over the guilt of the choices that they make for themselves and their bodies and their joy. And uh, I love, I love what you're offering, Julie. We are coming up to the end of the show. This has gone quite quickly and it's been a wonderful, I've so enjoyed it. I've learned so much from you. Next week, you're going to be talking about weight loss and fitness, romance versus reality. What What can people expect in that show, Julie? We're going to talk about real ways to lose weight without having to diet. I don't believe in going on diets. I think it's destructive to us mentally, emotionally, physically. And there are ways that you can go on that weight loss journey if that's what you're seeking um, without dieting. But people have this vision of, I just need to take this magic pill or I just need to do this diet plan or I just... I just, if I could just, right? And and it isn't anything to do with that. It's about setting reasonable expectations, understanding how the body works when it's trying to go through that kind of a change mm-hmm. and what it takes to make it happen. This sounds- And by okay. the way, it's a lot easier than you might think. Oh, excellent. That's what we want to hear. That's what people want to hear. This has been fantastic, Julie. We're so thrilled to have you here on the network. Um, and again, do reach out to Julie avexiahealth.com uh, and Julie at avexiahealth.com. You can reach her, you can connect with her and do come back next week or download the app so you can catch her when it works for you. You can catch all of her shows on demand. So just search Inspired Choices Network. Uh, in your app store. So Julie, I, I'm so excited to have you here. I can't wait for next week. I hope that you've enjoyed today as much as we have. And um, yeah, I can't wait to hear you next week. It's been awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thanks everybody. Take good care. Remember for the health of it. Thank you for listening to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi, Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time at 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember, you can build a body you love living in, one small step at a time.